You are now listening to the Invest With Dow podcast with your host, Albert Benjamin Dow. You are now listening to the Invest With Dow podcast with your host, Albert Benjamin Dow. Hey, what's up, guys, and welcome to the Invest With Al podcast. I am your host, Albert Benjamin Dowell, the minority authority on investing. And as always, always at the top of the show, just like to spread some love, positive vibes to everybody tuning in, giving the Invest With Al brand, the Invest With Al podcast, just a few moments of your time. I certainly appreciate it. And so I just wanted to say that audibly. I guess that's the only way to say anything is audibly, although you can speak uh, nonverbal. So I just wanted to, again, audibly express my gratitude and my appreciation for everybody who listens to the podcast, who's ever listened to the podcast. Uh, thank you. That said, want to go ahead and plug these uh, social media outlets so you guys can find me on Instagram at Invest With Al on Instagram is the handle. Uh, search that. Follow me. Also, uh, Facebook at Invest With Al, same handle. I am on Twitter and Snapchat. The handle is slightly different. It is at Al the Investor on Twitter and Snapchat. You guys can find me there. Please follow me on those platforms. Of course, the Invest With Al podcast is on most major uh, podcasting platforms Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes. Uh, you could go to either one of those, type in the Invest With Al podcast, and. Uh, You'll see my logo. It'll pop up or the podcast itself will pop up. You can go ahead and click the subscribe button. And if you find the information valuable, you can also click the share button. Uh, so for any friends or family members uh, that would find the information uh, valuable, or you think would find the information valuable, I ask that you forward it to them by hitting that share button and you can text it to them or send it to them on Messenger or however you choose to send it to them. Uh, I'm sure they would appreciate it and I would certainly uh, appreciate it as well. So thank you for showing the love and sharing the love. Also, uh, the Virtual Investment Center. So if you're interested in joining a community of like-minded individuals who are looking to achieve financial independence through investing in the stock market and just be have a better understanding of investing in the stock market in general, uh, you can go to the link in my bio on Instagram or you can go to investwithout.com and click the virtual investment center tab and there's an explainer video there oh and it's also more information on the the web page but there's an explainer video too so uh, if you have any questions about any of that don't hesitate to hit me up you can inbox me on any of these platforms and I will be be more than glad to respond or address any questions or concerns you have in regarding or regarding that so i think i'm done shameless plugging i feel like that's it maybe also also i hadn't yeah also also i just said also also but anyway i meant to just say also <laughs> um but if you guys don't mind going to itunes and leaving a review, I would appreciate it. 
uh, I don't know if, if I have any reviews. I get them on uh, SoundCloud, but I haven't been asking you guys to do that for me. So if you could go to iTunes and leave a review, I would be so grateful that you did that. So go to iTunes, leave a review of the podcast. Thank you. And so today, we'll go ahead and get into this podcast, which is about the recent market sell-off, the recent market meltdown, specifically as it pertains to Facebook, the FANG stocks, Facebook, Amazon, Apple, Netflix, Google, all of which are down about 20% or so. So they've gotten crushed and I've lost some money in the process and I'm sure a lot of people who have been invested in those stocks have lost money in the process as well so uh, that is going on and that's not been fun for a lot of people's portfolio but I just want to explain to you guys what has happened and what you can anticipate going forward so I'm going to make a huge declaration, not a good one, but a huge one. We'll see if I'm right. I believe that it was either the end of September or the beginning of October we hit all-time highs. That history will see will look upon that and that will be the the market highs for this particular economic boom cycle. Um so yeah, we've had essentially 10 years since President Obama's first term, him being inaugurated in 2009 up until now, and I think we're done. I'll explain that as well. So getting into the FANG stocks, basically what you guys are witnessing is what happens when a trade is crowded and the market goes negative on the trade. Right, so a lot of these high-flying tech stocks were what we call priced for perfection. What that means when a stock is priced for perfection is that when they report earnings, they have to get everything right. They can't be wrong on anything. And in this particular instance, uh, most of these companies, while they did beat earnings, said something in the report that investors didn't like again when when you're priced for perfection and all that means is the 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 price of the stock had gone up so so much so fast that all rhetoric all numbers coming from the company have to not only support it but reinforce it like this is where we are and we're going to continue to go there or go higher Anything short of that will get the stock killed in this kind of environment. That's exactly what happened with all of these stocks. They got killed because somewhere within the earnings report, something was said that did, did not support and reinforce. Not and not or. It needs to support and reinforce the current valuation of the stock. If we don't get that type of comment, that type of rhetoric coming out of an earnings call, then it's just going to get smashed and so that happened pretty much across the board with all the big tech companies the reason the entire market is sold off these companies are heavily weighted in the indexes 
what that means is they're so massive they're so big in terms of the size of the company that they move the overall market in huge swings both up or down so when 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 a swing up happens like we've had this huge run up but these particular stocks these five stocks have accounted for a lot of it and now that people are selling them the stock market is being sold off and you see these crazy swings now the reason people are selling is number one people are raising cash because there's been conversation about an economic slowdown Larry Summers who was the Treasury Secretary of the United States I believe under Bill Clinton if I'm not mistaken has said that he believes there's going to be a 50% chance of a recession in 2020 now we don't know if that's a mild recession we don't know if that's a deep recession but he, he, he thinks there's going to be a recession there's another headline another article from Goldman Sachs uh, quote unquote the smartest guys on the street on Wall Street that is um, and obviously they're huge players in the financial markets but these guys are saying that the economy is going to come to a crawl next year so this year we had above 3% GDP growth that just means the, the economy grew 3% pretty much at least three percent almost every quarter this year so far they're saying in the first and second quarter of next year growth is going to slow to the low mid two percent and then the back half of next year is going to come down to like mid one percent like high mid one percent so that's not good i mean it's still growth but slower growth means lower stock prices so, but the stock market again is a forward-looking mechanism. So some of the sell-off is already pricing in this potential slowdown or downturn. So in the short to medium term, I'm giving you guys some some exclusive information. I typically only give this, you know, and well, if you want more. So I would typically only give this in the virtual investment center. However, you'll be able to get more information, more insight uh, about specific defensive strategies uh, that I'll be deploying to protect my uh, cash. Uh, but you have to click the link in my bio and go to the Virtual Investment Center. So you definitely uh, want to check that information out if you want to know how to protect your cash uh, or at least how I'm protecting my cash. In any event, so so a lot of people, if you look at a lot of these big tech companies, they're up, if you go back 2016, 2015, so basically in three years, a lot of them have doubled, tripled, quadrupled, I mean like crazy gains over that short period of time. So again, the trade is crowded and people are just hitting the sell button, right? If you just look at the last year, which a lot of them ran up tremendously then, there were tons of people in the stock before then. So you have the people who came to the party late, and they're losing money, and so they're selling. You have people who want to protect their gains, they're selling. And so it's just a wave of selling uh, that hasn't ended yet. So as I'm recording this, this is the Monday, 
the week of Thanksgiving. Of course, we have Black Friday followed by Cyber Monday. I suspect we'll get somewhat of a bounce. Um, I believe we're going to get a Santa Claus rally, uh, which is basically just a end of year rally uh, as the market, you know, closes and we begin 2019. That said, uh, I also believe the market is poised and set up nicely for a rebound in January of next year. Uh, so there's been a lot of selling going on. Um, all the FANG stocks are in correction, bear market territory. They're down 20% from their highs. I'm not completely sure that that's justified, given that we're still currently in a strong economy. And I believe this could be, you know, not the last robust Christmas shopping season, but the last shopping season of the market highs. And so I think that'll bleed into January's uh, earnings report. And if the market is still close to current levels, I think that's going to be a buy. But that's a short term thing. So it's a trade. Don't fall in love with it. If you're if you, so, you know, if you're in, whether you win or lose after the company reports, uh, you probably want to sell that. Like for real. Uh, also. In addition to uh, maybe possibly a quick trade taking place you also want to take a look at uh i just lost my train of thought yeah lightening your positions uh so what do i mean by that when we get the market bounce if you haven't sold anything you may want to consider when you get an uptick selling some of your position now if you're long and i'm a long-term investor but again if you want to know more about defensive strategies then you want to check out my uh you want to go to the virtual investment center click the link in my bio you'll see more information about that uh so you can make money when the market goes down but in any event as i said earlier in my bold declaration I think the highs of the stock market are in. Now, there's a few things that could change that. Thing number one is if, uh, well, so, yeah, so I think it's about two or three things. Thing number one, if the infrastructure bill passes next year, there's a trillion, a proposed uh, trillion dollar infrastructure bill that uh, Trump is going to bring into play. And if that happens, that's going to be good for the market. If the Federal Reserve stops raising interest rates and changes their position on interest rates, that's going to be good for the market. Now, what's one other thing? Oh, yeah, the uh, China trade war. If rhetoric, if, if rhetoric about that dials down, and especially if there's an agreement reached on trade between China, that'll be huge. So if those three things happen next year in 2019 the market could potentially experience new highs even if that does happen that's going to be an opportunity to sell so if we get to fresh all-time highs in 2019 i'm probably selling here's why um so in 2020 is the big the big issue it's an election year you see how this year has been an election year now we have the, the general election for the president so regardless of who you are going to vote for 
I've explained this to some friends of mine and I'll explain this to you guys and I may have said this on a previous podcast but again I'll say it again if I haven't already said it Trump President Trump slashed the corporate tax rate significantly a lot of companies were able to reduce their effective tax rate between 30 and 50 percent putting billions back in their pockets they are now forecasting financials with these savings in mind so when they release their quarterly earnings it takes into account their projections their forward-looking statements that they're giving uh, it's taken into account this huge tax cut and this huge tax savings that they got well during the election year if the democrats win they've already pledged to repeal this tax act what is that gonna what how's that gonna affect the market well if they restore taxes back to previous levels then now you you take that money back out of businesses pockets maybe you deploy it some other some other way uh, there's been conversation about like a stipend or some sort of $600 a month check. I don't really. Maybe it's universal basic income. I don't know. Uh, but something to that effect. But in any event, I can tell you exactly what's going to happen. It's, and it's, and it's going to be the easiest trade for anybody to make. What's going to happen is CEOs during the election are going to make sure that they voice that if taxes are raised if if Trump lose and taxes are raised is going to shock the economy they're going to lay people a ton of people off and if we're already on shaky ground then it's just going to make the problem worse that's what you're going to hear coming now of course Trump has never had a good approval rating I don't I don't suspect that it's going to increase anytime soon or close to the election in 2020. So the polls are going to predict how bad his uh, approval rating is and that he's probably going to lose. I personally don't trust any polls uh, primarily because they weren't right in 2016. All the polls had Hillary Clinton went in by a landslide and clearly that didn't happen. <laughs> in fact uh, at least the electoral college uh, Trump won that by a landslide so I throw all poll analysis out the window I, I don't buy it you can they're trying to sell it to me I, I'm not buying that tell it to somebody else anyway that's going to be the playbook and if it does happen now if it so if if trump wins the stock market still may not just take off like it did in 20 you know from the time of the election in 2016 all the way through 2017 but what you're looking at is so let's say it doesn't take off like it did previously which again i'm not sure that it will as a matter of fact i i i don't think it will because I just believe even if Trump wins, we're at the end of this economic cycle. Maybe we don't fall off a cliff, 
but things definitely go down. Uh, but if you know if if the feds are raising interest rates and that stuff is continuing to happen, then it's a wrap. Period. My opinion. Um, but if he wins, it won't be such an initial shock. If whoever the Democratic candidate is wins, the market will sell off drastically. Now, there's going to be a sell-off leading up to it, especially if the polls are telling you what if the playbook and what I just said plays out to a T, then before the election, the money is going to tell you who's going to win. Trust me. If if you see a lot of people selling stocks and abandoning stocks, there's a good possibility that the Democratic challenger to the presidency is probably going to win. That's a fact. So, you guys make sure you... I'm watching the money. You watch me, follow me, and I'll let you guys know what's going on. But if you want to know... Now, that's just generally speaking. If you want to know specifically what I'm going to do to protect my money, what strategies I plan on deploying, you want to click the link in my Instagram bio or go to uh, investwithal.com and click the virtual investment center tab there within the virtual investment center community uh where i'll be having a dialogue and conversation about uh the strategies that i'll be implementing and strategies that can be implemented uh to protect your your cash so uh yeah that was kind of a loaded podcast i wanted to make sure i got with you guys especially with all this going on the market Essentially, since uh, beginning of September, beginning of October, it, it's been down uh, by and large. So that's what we've been dealing with, and we'll see if if the tide turns somewhere as we get closer to uh, the holiday shopping season and Black Friday. But honestly, I'm not I'm not sure how much it'll change. Uh, but again. I think it's setting up for a short-term bounce in the first quarter of next year. And that's going to be an opportunity to kind of decrease positions and stocks, you know, cut losses and reposition uh, reposition the portfolio. So uh, those are my thoughts on what's been going on lately. Love to hear what you guys have to say. And until the next podcast, peace, love, and blessings. I'm out. Y'all take care. One.